you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hi, Mr. Rima. Why, hello there. I am uh, I'm a bit of a, a fox aficionado. You like the foxes, huh? I, I do. I used to own a bunch when I was in high school. We were, we <laughs> Me were, too. Our school was loaded with foxes. <laughs> I married one. Good. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. She's a fox. Excellent. Yeah. But we actually have a four-legged one that uh, apparently climbed a tree chasing a squirrel and ended up inside the radio station. I think Antifa dropped it in there. I think, it's a, I think it's a protest. Could have. Could. Might be. People who hate us dropped a fox in our courtyard. And I went ahead and put it on my social medias. Right. Because people were like, what? You got a fox there? <laughs> yeah. And, of course, everybody asked that stupid question, and I did it this morning. Was the fox say a bunch of gibberish? You know? Ding-a-ding-ling-ling-ling, ding-a-ling-ling-ling, ding-a-ling-ling. That's what the fox says. We actually have them at our house. Foxes, yes, I've heard you've told me that. Have yeah. I? Have I told yes, you, you that before? Yeah, they you chase, got a fox problem, or you see them chasing the squirrels? No, I, it's not a problem. I like them. You like foxes? Yeah, they're out there chasing the squirrels. Yeah. I'm looking at this fox because it's in an interior courtyard, right? So yeah. the only way the little booger got in was over the top. There's and, no other way, that's right? It. That's all. He yeah, rappelled we, in. Uh, yes, he somehow did. fell in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, I keep thinking of this. There's a movie that came out last year with Willem Dafoe yeah. where he plays a high-end art thief. Right. And he breaks into a high-tech apartment that shuts up and he can't get out. That's right. And he's stuck there. And, and he goes crazy. That's our fox. It's like the fox, man. Yeah. He is stuck he's in stuck there. stuck there, man. Poor thing is scared to death. Well, yeah. And he he didn't get too cold because there's no wind in there. And this, right. It's a courtyard, so there's no wind. So he didn't get too cold. He's covered with fur. He's all right. He's just scared to death. They're coming here in a little bit to pick him up and to take de- him out somewhere. Defoxify the radio station. That's exactly right. I would say to leave him and let him be our... Remember, I was telling you about Spike, our iguana. iguana yeah. rolling around here. And I was hoping they would leave wow. him here as our mascot. It'd be cool, wouldn't it? Well, no, he's a fox. He should be out there in the world <laughs> foxing. Right. You know, he, he, he's doing his fox, doing thing. his fox he's trip. Got squirrels to chase. He can't, he can't fox in there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there's no foxing to be done in that no, courtyard. No, no. <laughs> Unless we drop another fox in there of the lady persuasion, Ooh-ah. then we'll have more little foxes. Right. Exactly. So, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Israel? Sure. Do we want to start yeah. with some of the you know protests here in this country? Oh, well, and the the thing in Russia and Dagestan with the yeah. with the airport was pretty disturbing to watch. That was very disturbing to you watch. Know. And uh, and and what what you're referring to for those who don't know is uh, you know the pro Hamas terrorist Nazis supporters uh, surged an airport there, and uh, they there was a plane that was coming from Tel Aviv, and they were trying to get onto the plane to get to the Jews, and they were screaming. In fact, we have some sound. Hello, Akbar. Hello, Akbar. Hello, Akbar. Right, and they right. trying to get on the plane. And then the plane left and flew to another city, and they met the plane there. And it was even more raucous and crazy as they were trying to get on the plane. Well, yeah, it's weird. And I, I didn't realize this until I started reading up on the story that in the in the entirety of Russia, there's only about 80,000 Jews. That's right. So, and, and Dagestan apparently is predominantly Muslim. That's right. And, uh, you know, they're on the move, man. The, the, this is all out onslaught against the Jews. But they're doing it here. They, they, shut, yes, they are. shut down New York over the weekend. God. Shut down the Brooklyn Bridge over the weekend. New York City, man. We're taking this MFR for, uh, for Hamas is what they were shouting. Right. That was their shout. 
and uh, kill the Jews. They were shouting that, kill the Jews, exterminate the Jews, get rid of lice. They call Jews lice. Yeah. Get rid of the lice and let's exterminate the Jews. They were shouting that in America, just yeah. like the 1930s in Germany. And then, uh, and then at Cornell University, and, and Cornell is just one example, okay? Right. But at Cornell University, uh, they trapped them inside of a kosher restaurant. Man, <laughs> that sounds like Charlie Hebdo, don't it? Trapped them, in, remember? <laughs> yeah, oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And they trapped them inside of a Jewish kosher restaurant, and they uh, started shouting, "We're going to bring an AR-15 and shoot and kill you." Suddenly, they love ARs. Yeah, That's great. right. It comes to killing Jews. Uh huh. And the same is true. We're going to slit your throat. Slit the throat. If you find a Jewish pig, is what they say. Right. Then slit his throat. Now, I've been talking about this morning uh, that obviously, and I don't expect Joe Biden to say anything or Barack Hussein Obama to say anything, but obviously if you flip the script and people are saying, let's go slit the throats on the Muslims, well, you know what you're going to hear. Well, you hear you know. that. Well, who takes the side of you know the Muslims on a routine basis? This administration, Correct. oh, fight Islamophobia. Oh, don't be hateful. Oh, Israel, go easy on yeah. the you know the, go easy on the Palestinians. That's all you hear, right? You know, it, it, don't tell me that's not messaging in some way. It's either unconscious or or intentional. You know that we know whose side they're on. Sure. And, uh, and and the one side they're certainly not on would be ours because we've got 33 dead Americans, and how much time did he spend in freaking Rehoboth Beach oh. with that knowledge in his head? He was back there this weekend. This weekend. This weekend. 33 dead Americans. We have a war going on, right? Yeah. And uh, we have Americans being attacked. We have chaos in the streets. And, again, he went back to the thing. Oh, <laughs> by the way, they were protesting at Austin. And, oh, were they? Oh, yeah. They were Surprise. doing the same thing right outside the Capitol in Austin. Uh, same, same thing. Kill the Jews. Kill the Jews. Kill the Jews. Yeah. And not one of them, ha- and I don't expect them to. I'm not like saying, well, I'm shocked that nobody is saying it because I'm not shocked. I'm just pointing it out, okay, because they would be pointing it out on the other side. Not one of them has said anything. Not one of them has said, calm it down, everybody. Hey, y'all are talking about kill- actually killing people. And I have friends who have Jewish children in colleges who are calling their children back home so they'll be safe. They're not safe at the college. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's scary stuff. And, again, there's no official condemnation. What, what do we have to sit through last week? The predominance of uh, hate crimes are perpetrated against Muslims by far. I'm paraphrasing KJP, but yeah. that's what she's she's the official voice of the White House. That's right. Where's that going on? Well, you know, Because I'm seeing the exact opposite. That's right. They stormed a football field <laughs> in uh, California, yeah. and they delayed the Cal-USC game on Saturday and sat down in midfield, the, the pro-Hamas terrorist-backing uh, Nazis, sitting on the field there. Kill the Jews! Kill the Jews at a football game. It's um, weird, man. It, 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 the times we're living in, bro. I mean, that's where well, we live. It is, and it's, you know, and I, I know you've been comparing them to, to Nazis. The fervor that they're exhibiting is very Nazi-esque. And I'm talking, because the bad guys are, are still Muslim zealots. I mean, that's their inspiration sure. is God. That's but right. their tactics are very Nazi-esque. And the reaction from people here, especially in the U.S., is very Nazi-esque. It's Nuremberg all over again. It's like, what is freaking wrong with you people? Well, the media has joined them. Oh, yeah. The American media... All across the board, local news all the way up to national news has joined them, and they are trashing Israel. I can't believe that Israel's blowing up hospitals. Well, let me just say this. They didn't blow up a hospital. I can't believe they're leveling buildings over there. They're having to treat people in the streets. Look, here, if you don't want your buildings leveled, then don't go kill a bunch of Jewish people somewhere because Israel's going to finish this. They're going to do it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, war sucks. So if you don't want one, don't start one. 
Well, but that that end of the of the equation doesn't make it into this nah, shrill nah. weirdness that's going on. It doesn't it doesn't make it in there. These are these people are idiots. The the Americans who are running around with the Palestinian flags yeah. and you know ripping the posters off of walls and putting swastikas on glass fronts right. are just the they're stupid people of an epic scale. I've never seen such freaking ignorance. But here we are with them calling for the murder God, of Jews man. by saying slit their throats when you find a pig Jew slit their throat and here's the thing you don't you're not seeing anything from the Department of Justice the FBI no now when parents went to a school board meeting in Virginia <laughs> because a little girl was raped in a in a bathroom by a tranny well now the parents were terrorists oh, remember? Yeah. or they spent all that time chasing a bunch of cowboys who went to Washington on J6 Locked them up. The re- Some of those guys are not going to get out the oh, rest yeah. of their lives. They're oh, locked yeah. away forever. Now, they were hot on all that. They could care less about this. Well, they n- we know what side they're on. That's right. And it ain't the American side. It ain't, it ain't the Jewish side. It ain't the side of reason. You know, it's all political. But the, the stooges, the legions of stooges that are out there doing their bidding is just to see this going on in America after we fought a freaking war and lost a whole generation of people to liberate folks from this kind of fascism and seeing it you know play out before your very eyes in american cities every day is it just fills my mouth with vomit i can't believe what i'm seeing and i'm not even saying they got to cross over and be on the jewish side i'm not saying that i didn't say for god's sake but but you've got to make a stance because they're talking about slitting the throats taking ar-15s into schools and killing jews from a humanity standpoint, you don't have to support the Jews. You don't have to support what they're doing. But from a humanity standpoint, somebody has got to stand up and say, cool it, everybody. Cool it. And, and it's not happening. No. You, uh-huh. the, the, you remember, these are the, the same people that were fine with people showing up on the front yards of Supreme Court justices. That's right. Had, Brad, had, had Kavanaugh been assassinated by that guy, I'm sure they would have made the shooter out to be a victim somehow. Sure. This is who they are. Right. They're really showing their true colors. They really are. And we're also, unfortunately, learning just how many stupid people there are in this country. Oh, it's a lot. A lot. I don't know how you get around that, The future don't look pretty, does it? No, it doesn't. With them in charge? Nope. Well, we're also thinking a lot about Matthew Perry and uh, uh, very sad, uh, 54 years of age. Uh, as you pointed out earlier, the autopsy has been completed, but they're waiting on waiting on tox reports, obviously. So yeah. they're going to defer it, or you know, that's it. Yep. You know, I it, 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 when you see somebody like that go through their struggles, and it's very public. It's like Robert Downey Jr. before him. You know, you you just start you're rooting for him. You know, and uh, you know, I obviously I got some experience in this place. And I'm hoping, because I, I know, based upon what I've read, he had prescription drugs. One was anti-anxiety, probably Ativan, I'm thinking, because that's the most popular one right now. And it does make you drowsy. Now, his, his housekeeper, his assistant, said that he had appeared fatigued to her over the past couple of weeks. So I hate to say I'm hoping that, you know, if he'd have had a massive heart attack in the jacuzzi, uh, or if he took too much Ativan, which does make you drowsy, uh, you know, maybe something of that nature. I, in other words, I'm hoping it's not a relapse. Right, 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 right. Um, right. If, it, if it was a relapse of some kind, then all the more the lesson of it. Uh, he, he's, uh, he seems like a good guy. He's, I, I've, I'm like you. I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a complete episode of Friends. I just, I, it's not something I watched. 
But he, there was a, a post that he put out a couple of weeks ago that a lot of people are sharing, and I did too, where he basically says, you know, he's p- part of recovery for most people is you help other people, you know, in their struggles. And he talked about that. And his basic statement was, you know, if I were to die tomorrow, I know everybody would be talking about friends, friends, friends. But I would hope that'd be a little further down the list than my work uh, with addicts. Uh, he started a recovery center, a rehab center, I think, out there in California somewhere. So just a very good guy, you know, and it's a very sad ending. And uh, 54, as you and I know, is pretty young, very you know. Young. Uh, so I, I'm I'm thinking maybe it was a massive heart attack and he just, yeah. you know, went unconscious and slid down under the water, you know. I'm, I'm also, praying. a jacuzzi is very hot. It raises your blood pressure. Right. So if he was, mm-hmm. and he'd been playing pickleball, yep. I guess, that, that day, mm-hmm. so he, he it may have just been a heart attack. Heart you know, attack. He had been getting in there. He uh, was really spooky because just a few days ago, he put up a post of himself in that hot tub. Oh, did he? Throwing the warm oh, body yeah. around you, and he was obsessed with Batman. <laughs> and he said, uh, you know, the warm the warm uh, water around your body, they say, makes you feel great. I'm Matman. He used to call himself Matman. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, that that show, when it was out in real time, right? it was 7 o'clock on Thursday nights, and that was appointment viewing for Nancy and Rebecca, our daughter. Yeah, and that oh, I was know something a lot of people. That, yeah. yeah, and I, I would go to bed, you know, because i got to get up in the right. morning. So I, I, I never really watched it. I caught it in, in reruns, and I found that, you know, there were a lot of it that, that was funny. I never got into it 100% like I'm a big right. devotee, but you know, there's stuff on there that's funny. And he was pretty – his character was, was, a, was a funny character. However – I noticed as I watched various seasons, one season he'd be heavy, and the next one super thin, another one a little bit plumper, and then a really, really thin. And I started to read up, and that's that was all of his struggles with drugs. Well, oh yeah, you know, he was he was plumping up with the booze, and then he'd take a uh, amphetamines and all kinds of stuff, and he'd lose all that weight, cocaine, and it was a struggle his entire life. I posted something kind kind of like what you're talking about, just a little bit different. Um, about his struggle with all of that, all the all the surgeries for the internal oh, yeah, stuff yeah. that the booze tore well, up internally, up, yeah. and uh, and then his encounter with God that saved him from all of that, that it ultimately helped him get sober. I hadn't heard that. I haven't read the book oh, yet. I, I, wow. I I'm probably going to read it now, honestly. Yeah, me I'm too. Curious. Uh, <laughs> well, he. I saw an interview of the French. I saw an interview recent where he said. I don't watch Friends because I yeah. see cocaine there. That's, right. That's, right. That's when I was doing booze. That's, That's right. when I was doing Crystal. You know, he, he so it brought up bad memories That's for right. me. He said just only recently he was had decided to start watching the old episodes. Yeah. And the thing is, when you're in recovery, you know, I, I in my small regard, like the 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 music I was listening to when I was really messed up, I can't listen to right now. Right. Because it takes me right back there. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a thousand times worse when you're a guy on a, a an iconic TV show. Oh sure. And he can't get away from it. No. It's everywhere. Well, that was one thing that he talked about, right? Yeah. And and in this in in this book, and again, I I, I had no interest in reading the book until I yeah, saw I this mean, part. Either, yeah. And everybody's like, no, you have to read this book. Right. It is a testimony to how you get beyond these kind of things. Uh, and, and him just saying, man, I, I knelt down one night and I just said this, God, please help. And he said, I said the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And he did. I was covered in light. And the next thing I knew, I was able to, to get past this. And he, uh, according to him, was past it, you know, all the way up until the end. So I, who knows what it was? I, I'm praying that it wasn't a relapse. It, it doesn't too. sound like a relapse. Right. I mean, there's no, right. there's really no evidence of a relapse based upon what we're hearing. But that could all change, of course. Right. 
But one of the things, you know, I mean, uh, uh, giving your your life over to God is step number two. You know, in the in the twelve step. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you first it's I have a problem. Second is you give it over to your higher power. Yeah. Uh, and and then you know part of that is also service to other people, which is what he's been doing. That's right. So it just seems like a a really good guy who's had issues. I didn't realize Keith Morrison, uh, from the ID Channel, was his stepfather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guy that's on all the true uh-huh. crime book uh, shows that has the big old guy or older skinny guy with the deep voice. That's him. Uh, you know, and uh, his dad was an actor. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that. I, I didn't know much about him professionally. Did you ever watch Night Court, by the way? I did. Yeah. I love that show, Richard Mull. Yeah, Bull. Bull. Bull died uh, at the right. age of 80. And Bull, you know, he, he was a great character. I liked him. And, you know, when you think back, because you had Selma, and she died early on. Oh, right, right. She was also a bailiff. Marky Post is dead. Just a few years ago, right? Harry's dead. Yeah. And so, I mean, you look at that whole show. I think Larrakat's still alive, right? I don't know. I'm yeah, Larrakat's sure. still alive. Well, and uh, oh, oh, uh, John uh, Larrakat, is, he's still alive, right? That's, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, he's he's, on, he's on the new oh, version right. of yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's, is, he's which still, is still good. But everybody's pretty oh, really? much dead. I mean, you think about Harry died a few years ago. Mac, then, I think Mac is also not with us yeah, anymore. Yeah, Mac died. And, and uh, oh, yeah. as I said, Marky died years ago. She had uh, cancer years ago. And then Selma died while the show was still hot. Right. I, that was a, I love that show. I, too, I, I wasn't a big fan of sitcoms at that point, you know, <laughs> and that show was clever. A little edgy, a little edgier than a lot of the standard you know, sitcoms that were oh, out yeah. at that point. They asked him about coming. And, 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 by the way, Harry was a big uh, – a Mel Torme fan, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, part, yeah, of the yeah. Line, part of the line. They asked Bull about coming back, and there was no way that they could bring him back, and he wasn't interested in it anyway. Richard Maul was not right. interested. There's no way they could because when they got rid of him from the original series, it was aliens who took him away. <laughs> I forgot about Check that. Check it out. Yeah. Aliens, because he was 6'8". Right, Richard right. Maul was 6'8". So aliens took him away so they would have somebody reach the top shelf for them at the grocery store. Oh, man. Because <laughs> aliens couldn't reach the top That's shelf. That's hilarious. Hey, listen, the main shooter shot himself, and that's good because now they don't have to go through the trial and all yeah. that stuff. You know, he's done. He, he roasted himself and uh, climbed into a recycling bin, which, you know, I guess he was hoping to be recycled. You ain't, bro. You're not going to be recycled. You ain't coming back. No. No. It's a cracked egg, man. And, you know, well. It's a lunatic. But here's the deal. It reminded me a lot of uh, Sutherland Springs because with, with Devin Patrick Kelly, the Air Force let the dude go, man, oh, yeah. and they yeah. had, you know, a rap sheet on this guy 400 miles long until he went down to Sutherland Springs and blew all those people away in Sutherland Springs. This was basically the same thing. This guy had been, you know, experiencing some yeah. issues. I don't know that he beat anybody like Kelly allegedly did, but this guy had problems with his, uh, you know, brain and was, uh, you know, locked up for two weeks and then they still let him go, and, and I'm looking here at this Sheriff Joel Mary and this uh, Police Chief Jack Clemens. They all knew that they had a bad one here, and yeah. they sent out alerts statewide, and the FBI I, never picked up on the, 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 the alerts, and yet they still let him go back and get his gun. That's what I'm, and, and the weapons he used are recently purchased, as far as yes. what I've been reading. So the guy went through the legal process to buy his <laughs> guns yeah. after all that. Yes. How was this? And, you know, uh, he was... He went into the hospital up near West Point, you know, yeah. in New York, and was in the hospital for two weeks because he said, I want to go shoot up. Ah. Yeah. And so 
It's like, okay, well, you know, if somebody is a little off their rocker and they're saying they got guns. And, and they, they got the gun, uh, yellow laws. Uh, they got the, the yellow flag. The yellow flag laws. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it reminded me also of Nadal Hassan. It was a right. guy who was a mental health professional. So right. all kinds of crazy crap. Right. And he just skated on by. So I, n- none of these laws matter. Right. If you're not going to enforce them. Well, that was my point, is that I don't want to hear anything about my gun or your gun. No. Because it's obviously not the gun. This is right. a failure of the system. It costs the Air Force a ton of money on the Southern Spring things. This is going to cost these guys a lot of money, oh, yeah. too. Because these families are going to go straight for restitution. And uh, But, it, it, you know, every time before the blood is even stopped flowing, they're screaming, you oh, know, yeah. got to take the guns away, take the guns away. Take No, it's not the gun. And obviously it's not the gun. Well, obviously. and it's obviously not the gun laws, right. you know, and uh, this guy, yeah, had about a thousand red flags all around him. Uh, people who lived in that town in Lewiston were saying people knew to stay away from that guy and his family. That's right. Because he was a weird, dangerous dude. Yep. So how this guy, it's actually more of an indictment of gun laws and red flag and yellow flag it laws. Is. Because that didn't work. Yeah. Didn't not work. work. Not going to work. So uh, the only thing that works is a good guy with a gun. Yeah. You know, I've I've had those gun grabbers in here on the show before, and I'm like, who are you going to call if you're faced with a with, with you know with a criminal in a bad situation? I'm going to call the cops. Why? Why are you going to introduce a good guy with a gun into that situation? <laughs> right. Well, and, and plus in that situation, you need a good guy with a gun there. That's now. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, because the cops are going to re- they're reactionary. They can they come in after the fact. Yes. And so, but so, but, but why do you want a good guy with a gun? You know why? Well, it's just all political and stupid. It is crap. <laughs> really. Okay. So let's talk about the candy. Oh um, my God! Tomorrow night's tonight, and uh, it's up now. Since Joe Biden became president, it's up about thirty percent. The price of candy, so it's up thirteen percent this year. It was up fourteen percent last year, and it continues to go up and up and up. You were talking about a small bag for twenty-one bucks. We went to the we're at the uh, Walmart last night. I think yeah. we'll pick up some Halloween candy, and just for a small bag. Of the usual crap, the Reese's yeah. and the Snickers bars, it's like twenty-one freaking dollars, right. man. And I'm, I'm you're s- getting cheese curls at my house <laughs> this year. Right, that's right. Yeah. Individual cheese curls. <laughs> Here you go, kid. Yeah, I'm Who's so glad we don't have to do for? that because we're, our, our our neighborhood doesn't have trick or treaters. Right. We, you know, we live in an old folks' neighborhood, so they don't have any trick or treaters in our neighborhood. So I, I'm glad we're not having to buy it. But I have been looking at the prices. It's insane. Oh my god. Dude. Nuts. And we now we live in a neighborhood where I'm and I think it's really cool. There's still kids. It's a, you know, a family-based yeah. neighborhood. Still got a lot of kids. We usually get about an hour and a half worth of kids coming by. Yeah. But dude, $21 uh-huh. for a freaking small bag of candy? And that's cheap. That is is that cheap? Well, I'm talking about for that bag. I'm talking about and you can I I looked at one was it yesterday we were at H E B or something. I see it forty, fifty bucks a bag. Forty Holy fifty crap, bucks a, man. forty fifty bucks a bag and you're just talking about dum dums and you know I'm gonna put a sign outside Stop my house. Right. Yeah, if your mom or dad voted for Biden, don't bother. Yeah, don't even come by here. <laughs> don't even, I don't want you around. No, it it is it is insanity. Yes. And and, and you, you just think about how you know, it doesn't have to be this way. You know, it's one more reason why it. this ought to be one of those things that connects with people that are typically not political, politically you minded. Think? You know what I mean? That you may not be politically minded and, and listening to us or following Fox News or the politics of the day or whatever. 
But when you look at a bag of candy, you got to go, this ain't right, baby. Yeah, Democrats, you're spending, you're, you're paying the same amount for the freaking candy. Yeah. You know, and uh, again, you said it. We don't have to be living this way. No. We weren't living this way in this country prior to COVID. We were, uh, our economy was rocking the earth, man. Yeah. And here we are, just a handful of years later, we're paying $21 for a crappy small bag of, uh, of mini candy bars. Yeah. And, 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 and it truly is the policies of this administration. Well, it's yeah. not the, you know, some people say, well, it's just the way it is, and it just well, happened. What's that mean? No, there's no, there's no just the way it is. There's right. no, nothing just happens, especially with the economy. You know, well, of course not. You talk about the economy, nothing just happens. Oh, that just fell out of the sky and happened to us. No, it is this way, and it all goes back to energy it's it's energy prices. well it does and and so. and you know uh, you have an administration that via the energy industry uh has you know basically put our free market system under assault oh yeah totally since they got in by plan and, and by plan and then to sit and listen to them talk about bidenomics or yep. whatever the hell they're calling it and, oh hey champ it's actually going very well yeah where yeah Nowhere. Where is this going well? Please explain that to me. Not at kitchen tables anywhere. No, it is not. And when you're running up your credit card at 30% interest, how are you going to buy Halloween candy? And you got to look at the kids and say, you know, we're just not doing it this year. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, you know, people may not be able to afford it. We hear all this claptrap all the time about, oh, some kids can't afford nice Halloween costumes. We were talking about that on, yeah. on Friday right. or Thursday, rather. But, you know, hey, look at a bag of Halloween candy that's reflective of the whole freaking economy right now. Kind of lays it out, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It's all connected. And you can't tell me this hasn't, this somehow magically doesn't have something to do with the policies of this administration and the, and our, and the, the, the reptiles uh, that populate Congress. Absolutely right. Do you know what a pay, you know what payday is, right? That's that peanut candy yeah, bar, yeah, right? Yeah, right the payday. Right, yeah. Now, if you were to take a bowl out and put the candy corn in the bowl, and put dry-roasted peanuts in there and mix them up and then get a handful of both with the peanuts right. and the candy corn. Tastes just like a payday. Does it really? Tastes just like a payday. Just like sort of a confetti version of payday. Pretty much. There I can't go. eat it because of the nuts. Yeah. The nuts will put me back in the right. hospital. It's a poor man's version of a payday. <laughs> no, everything's going to be a poor man's version of payday this Halloween, kids. Styrofoam. You're all getting styrofoam. Yeah, man. Holy crap. Anyway, go ahead. Did you see Newsom in China playing basketball? <laughs> yes, I did. Can that guy embarrass himself anymore on the international stage? Or give the Chinese any more reasons to hate us? Well, yes. Thanks, Gav. Well done. Gavin Newsom, he was in China. We were mocking him last week because he's there talking to a communist right. about climate change yeah. and fentanyl. He's talking to the guy that produces most of the world's fentanyl, illegal yeah. fentanyl. Yeah. Uh, and, and then he took to the uh, a basketball court to show how, show how freaking cool he is with a bunch of little kids. Little kids. Little kids. Yeah. They look like, what did you say, 11, 12? Not even that. Not even that. I'm going to say six or seven. And the dude knocks one over and lands on top of him, man. (laughs) What a DB that guy is. Can it get any worse? G was standing there watching, and he goes, round two of COVID, please. (laughs) (laughs) COVID round two, fire it. You know. And he's, like, trying to spin the basketball on his oh, finger so like Curly from the Globetrotters. Just and it's just embarrassing, just man. stupid. You know. You know and, and that, but, you know, he's probably going to be either VP or something. You, you know, he, he wouldn't. 
that guy wouldn't be going through all this, and I think we know what he's doing. Of course. If he didn't have some inside info on what his future holds for him. Oh, no, he's – no, like, like we said last Thursday, he's uh, he's out there on the presidential oh, yeah. trail. And uh, last night on 60 Minutes, they were asking – in fact, we got some sound here, cut number three, about – uh, they were asking Kamala, trying to trying to make her Ugh. seem like she's a serious candidate I now, because yeah. they know Joe's on his way out. They, right. One way or the other, right. Joe is on his way out, and they know it. There's even a story here: Michelle Obama looks disheveled in a get-out-the-vote pitch amid rumors of possible presidential bid. Ugh. This right here: Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, and Kamala Harris. Here oh, she is for God. 60 minutes. Well, first of all, I'm not going to engage in that hypothetical because Joe Biden is very much alive. And running for re-election. So but you do yeah. know. I mean, that is a concern, and, and a legitimate concern, I would say. I hear from a lot of different people a lot of different things. But let me just tell you, <laughs> I'm focused on the job. I truly am. Our democracy is on the line, Bill. And oh. I frankly, in my head, do not have time for parlor games. When we have a president who is running for re-election. That's it. Oh, stop. That's it. Uh, that's it. And so I don't have time for the parlor games. And our democ- I, I will agree with her. Our democracy is on the line. Yes. Our democratic republic is on the line. And if she is put back into power in any shape, form, or fashion, it will be the destruction of our democratic republic. Yes, absolutely. She's one of them, man. And she's also stupid. But, you know, she hears a lot of different things from a lot of different people. That's brilliant, isn't it? What a brilliant observation. I, you know... Does she have a seat at the table? Yeah, I still think she might be the one. I mean, I I, sure. I, I agree with you that Michelle Obama. I, I didn't used to. I used to kind of discount the whole idea, Mm-mm. but it, I don't put it past him. I hope it's not true for the survival of this country because they're obviously going to cheat this thing. We were talking earlier about Trump going to jail over the gag order. Mm-hmm. You know they're they're not going to let him be president again, so it's going to be one of these people. Well, you got three right now that are that are the hot, and that's her, and that's uh, Michelle, and it's Gavin Newsom. Oh, those God. those are the three hotties to replace Joe when Joe is gone. Right. In, in some shape, form, or fashion, he's going to be gone and not there to to do this. He's already checked out. His brain doesn't work anymore. No, it's gone. But all the way around, he's gonna he's gonna check out. Did you see what Jen Psaki said about Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House? No, I missed this. He's the most dangerous speaker we've ever had because he believes the Bible. He's dangerous. He believes the Bible. He prays. He That's right. She said uh, over the weekend, he's a fine conservative. He's uh, and He wears a suit and he has glasses. I mean, how threatening can this guy be until... <laughs> Until you played this soundbite, you play one where he said, "You know, I, uh, the Bible is my worldview." Right, right. So that last week—that's yeah. a great worldview. Yes, it is. Is the Bible? And she said, "You heard that right. It doesn't just inform his worldview. The Bible is his worldview. He's the most dangerous man in Washington." Now think about that for a second. They find his faith dangerous. But the faith that encourages other people to chop the heads off of babies, they have no fear about that at all. Well, I was just about to say. There's no that, problem with that religion. Nope, I was just about to say that they got all these people running around America right now saying, kill the Jews, yeah. slit their throats of the Jewish pigs, take an AR-15 to the school and shoot the Jews. They've got all these people right. running around saying that, right? And and not saying one word against that, but Mike Johnson pulls out his Bible. Oh my God, he's got a Bible. He's got a Bible, dude. Increasingly, I'm believing it's the end times. I mean, it, it just really sort of feels that way, I'm you just, know. You know, I was just telling you in Matthew 24, not to get all preachy here, but Jesus said he was a Jew speaking to Jews. Yeah. He said you're going to be persecuted. 
Well, yeah, and it's it's it, you're seeing it right before your very eyes. I mean, in a sense, her statement is an indictment of the Jews, just like the Christians. Absolutely. Oh, he's dangerous because his faith guides him. You know, well, again, you're dealing with a whole bunch of people who are up involved in an uprising right now. Let's face it. Yep. Against the Jews and against you and I by proxy or by association. And their faith is what's inspiring them to kill and slaughter and rape and maim and do all this crap. And I would say that there is no other group here in this country that you could say, go slit their throats, take an AR, and shoot them. There's no other group that you'd be able to say that about and get away with it. No. If people were saying about the Muslims, you know what ABC would be doing. You know what Joe would, Joe would have already had four press conferences. Oh, you know he would have. If, if Christians were out there saying, hey, go slit the throat of Muslims, you right. know, and let's take them out, right. you know what would happen. Exactly. It's upside down. It's yeah. completely twisted, and it's, you know, depressing to watch. There's always a war over whether or not beans belong in Chile. No, they do not. <laughs> nope. They surely do not. And no, you, no beans. And you're making caldo. I'm making caldo de, de mondo. Well, I call it caldo de mondo. Okay. All and right. uh, I put my own little twist yeah. on it. Okay. I'm going to make a big old pot of no. caldo. No. Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're, uh-huh. you're putting a twist on caldo, but well, we no. can't put beans in chili? Yeah. Because that's just wrong. It's against nature. Oh, okay. Just there's nothing wrong. Sure. It's an affront to God to put beans in chili. No, no, it's not. It's, it's unholy. It's complete. No, it's not. It's yes, completely it acceptable here in a great state of Texas. It's not right. You're not on the East Coast no more. I don't care. Get off the some, East Coast. I don't want no beans in my chili. You're in Texas some now. Some kitchen hypocrisy yeah, going that's on. Right. I don't yeah. care. I embrace it. I, I have <laughs> even put corn in my chili before. Well, I'll put corn in chili. Yeah. I'll put corn in anything, Yeah, man, man that's right. I'll put corn in my but candy. beans, no. Candy corn day. So, anyway, that's that's the plan for today. I guess the guys are going to get here any minute to haul the fox off. And taking the fox, yeah. the foxify us, as we said. I put it up on the social media if you want to check it out, IG and Facebook if you want to check it out. But it's just a picture of this cute little fox who've been laying over in the corner. By the way, right. he's warm because he's in. He's out of the, the wind. He's over in the in the courtyard, which is out of the wind. Right. And uh, cute. He's as cute as can be. You know, I told you we had we had Spike here for the longest time. You had a six-foot lizard that That's exactly right. just walked the halls. The, the Spurs, when I was program director here, we had the Spurs on the air here. Right. And we had uh, KTFM was the official FM station of the Spurs. Right. So Russ Bookbinder, when he was general manager, brought us an iguana because they had bought a hockey team called the Iguanas. <laughs> and he brought us an iguana, and it was like, I don't know, eight inches when he brought it. Right. But the thing grew to six feet. Six feet. And the whole station, w- w- no carpet, it was all Saltillo tile inside. And you could hear Spike coming down the hall. You'd let a six-foot reptile just roam the hall. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We had a cage Any out. clients complain? Or? No, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. You'd be sitting here talking to people or whatever. There's a Komodo dragon in production. Down the hallway he would go. And I was hoping they would kind of keep the fox for that. But none of the foxes got to go do fox things. They're, 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 you know, they're wild. They'll they rip gotta... your face off, give it half a chance. <laughs> they gotta... It's a no. wild animal. <laughs> well, have you ever seen what the claws of an iguana will do? What? So anyway, this thing is, is, is over in our courtyard. Obviously, 
was chasing a squirrel up a right. tree and and landed in our courtyard. And it's been well cared for over the weekend, fed and watered and all that stuff. Shelton's been uh, lowering buckets of food That's for right. it. And... <laughs> Shoving it underneath the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There's no reason to fear them. We have them at our house. We have four or five at our house. Right. They really do a good job taking care of the stuff you don't want around. Well, I, but you, you talked about you love to watch the fox killing squirrels, and I find that grim. I, <laughs> I like squirrels. <laughs> Dep- I don't want to see squirrels torn apart by it, a fox. It depends on the... Well, it's the circle of life. Well, yes, yeah. it is. But it depends on the squirrel... Hello. Now there's a dog in here. Oh, Hi, is sweetheart. that Josie? Hi, Josie. Hi, baby. What are we, the new oh. zoo review? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Who left the back door open? My God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway uh, Texas teen admits to punching neighbors oh, for yeah. likes. Yeah. Now, this is not Israel and Hamas and kill the Jews, which are being shouted in America today. I, I realize that. But I want to take a departure from that for sure. just a minute. Yeah. Because you and I talk about how social media is the root of all evil. It kind of is. It really has turned into that, right? Yeah. And in fact, to the point where an, a lawsuit was filed from 42 state attorney generals last week against Meta, which is Facebook, right? Right. For how they are ruining the lives of children. Oh, yeah. Just basically destroying every vestige of free thought that children have and all that kind of stuff. So that lawsuit was filed last week. We talked about it when it was filed. But now you've got a teen over in Harris County, 19-year-old guy, black guy, who has been walking up and just punching people at random. Right. And then laughing about it and saying, you know... I just made a mistake, and everybody else makes mistakes. I just made a mistake. In fact, look, I shook a man's hand afterward. But he says he's doing this, just walking up at random and hitting. You see it on television. Oh, yeah, yeah. News, and uh, hitting people from behind just because it gets me likes on my social media. Gets account. him likes on his social media. So it's hard to discern which is more disturbing, the fact that he does it for the likes which is causing injury to another person just for entertainment value, or the fact that so many li- so many people like to see that. It's I mean, it's it's kind of both on both ends. It's, it's really kind of dark. Yes, because we've become each other's entertainment for this generation. Other people's pain and suffering is entertaining to them. That's right. That's really unsettling. Do you remember the Romans? The, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. They did when they would tie Jews to stakes and Christians and 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 let the tigers have their way it was kind of the same dealio yeah people's pain and suffering is entertainment look at these two uh uh sociopaths that ran over the uh the old guy in oh, vegas god and to this day still apparently mock that and laugh about it right you know, I mean, what do you do about that? Yeah. That's a whole generation of sociopaths. Well, that's right. And that's what you got here. When you're doing stuff on social media just to get likes and it's causing pain to others, you could kill somebody walking yes. up behind him and knocking the crap well, out of Well, they fall like and hit that. their head on the on the pavement. They're Whatever. dead. And he's not thinking about that at all. He's just, again, thinking about the likes. And, and, and you know what's really, you know, you, you talk about which, which is worse. Is it, you know, him doing it for the likes or the f- likes that he gets? And it's both. But then you just think about his, like the kids out in Las Vegas who ran over the former police chief, you think about his attitude toward it. His attitude was, well, you know, everybody makes mistakes, so that was no big deal. It just happened. It's no you know? big deal. It's no, a mistake you made over and over and over it's again. Not, it's not a mistake. No. It, first of it's all. It's a hobby. It, right. It does not qualify as a, a mistake is, is if you're in the uh, operation of a general thing and then you screw up in the general thing. Oops, I made a mistake. Oh, oh, oh. 
he intentionally is hitting people. That's not a mistake. He intended to hit them. Well, and he didn't realize, because he, he tried to offer up some half-ass, you know, well, I, I didn't realize it would go left, I think is the word that he used. Yeah. He, did, he got a reaction to it. Right. And that's when suddenly he realized it wasn't really working for him, and so then he has to try to walk it back. There's no evidence that he actually shook the hand of one of these people that, no. he, that he hit. And there's no remorse. No. Because he said, you know, well, everybody makes mistakes. You know? Mistakes. Just, you, you're that's you're not a mistake. sucker punching people, walking up behind them and punching them in the head. That's not a mistake. That's, that's not a mistake. That's intentionality. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's freaky, man. Because you know what? This is a thread that runs through that whole culture of that that's generation. Right. That's right. But social media ruined them. Yeah. You know, they really did. And I'm on, I mean, I do Facebook, but, that, but social media has ruined this entire generation. They don't know any other world. You know, in, in, a, in a lot of other countries, not a few, a lot of other countries, they don't allow kids on social media. They They're just don't. Smart. They, <laughs> they block children from being on social media. And this keeps coming up here, you know, whether we need to have some sort of nope, no minors allowed on social media in America at all like they do in these other countries. Well, you, you look at the general attitude attitude towards young people by, you know, the rabble who are currently destroying this country, and they're fine with them being read porn when they're five or six years of age. They're fine with them being on social media. They market to kids doing TikTok. They don't give a crap about this generation. This generation is going to prove to be truly the lost generation. Well, I mean Generation Z. Yeah. And, and whatever comes after them, they they have no empathy, man. Look at them; they're looking, they're they're going online, or they're going on, you know, th- these bridges and whatever else, and they're shouting, "We need to kill the Jews!" Right? They, they're having a good old time. Think think about that for just a second. I mean, what? You you you're literally and and they're serious about it. Oh yeah, it's not like a game. They're serious about we need to go find Jews and kill them, slit their throats. They they are yes, they, they're a very angry, violent, pointlessly violent generation. I mean, you you look if you were to watch the Clockwork Orange right now, okay, you would see the youth of today in that movie. That's how they're they're you know as far as beating up people on the streets just to do it just for laughs that's who they are that's sick and and you don't turn that around you don't you know disconnect that that's who they're always going to be and and a lot of them are that to a greater or lesser extent and it's disturbing as hell because that generation's got to move through this country man well at the same time you got this story out that says generation z wants less sex in movies oh, and yeah. television this is from UCLA. They did a study. 44.4% of youth surveyed said romance in media is overused. Now, this is Generation Z, and the study that came from UCLA, uh, the, the teens and screen study is what they call it, and uh, 51.5% of adolescents would prefer to see more content that portrays platonic relationships and close friendships. 44.4% of youth surveyed said romance in media is overused, Thirty-nine percent would like to see a greater number of uh, uh, aromatic, uh asexual characters depicted in the media. In other words, they see too much sex. Well, I, I and, talk and, about you know. Well, I, can, yeah. I, bet, I bet that's true because they've been exposed to porn online since they were little kids. But there's another angle. I, I talk about this on Friday that they want to see more stories about friends, about friendships. Yeah. Now think about that for a second. Right. You tend to want to see in movies what you ain't got going on in your life. Amen. So they're, they know, it's like they're beginning to recognize how empty and disconnected their lives are. They want to see stories about friends. Right. Why? Because they don't have any. Yep. I mean, that's s- s- sad in and of itself, you know? I mean, uh, so I don't know. They're, 
They're going to be a strange bunch of people when they're in their 30s and 40s. They really are. Look at the Brooklyn Bridge. And I, I worry about even more about the, 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 the generation coming up behind them. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what you, how do you turn that around because we, we've screwed them over totally. So where do we go if we do a little celebrity news? Marie Osmond or Kim Kardashian's new bra? What, what your pick? What? Kim Kardashian's new line of brassieres. <laughs> I guess Marie. Marie. Maybe I'll do the bra <laughs> thing after kids are in school. Well, Marie Osmond, I saw an article on her. Uh, she did a recently did an interview on, I think, Fox Business News. Uh, and she uh, this has apparently been a thing with her. You know, she's worth about 20 million bucks. She has eight kids from all her marriages, and she's not leaving any of her money to her kids because she wants them to learn to make money on their own and to follow, you know, she doesn't want to give them an unfair advantage. How do they, her words, how do they discover who they are if I just hand them everything? And in this article I read, uh, there's a couple of other celebrities that came up that do the same thing. Kelsey Grammer's not leaving his kids money. Daniel Craig uh, from the James Bond franchise, he's not doing it. Ashton Kutcher and Mila aren't leaving uh, money to their kids. Well, what do you think? That's kind of an interesting uh, what I think is question to ponder. Any of these uh, celebrities can just give it to me then if they don't want to well, give it to their kids. You know, there's I, a couple of talk show hosts in Texas. There are other folks you could give it to, <laughs> and then I'll give them the money. Because yeah. I look at it this way if I were filthy, stinking rich yeah. for whatever reasons, you know, uh, at this particular, maybe 10 years ago, I would have said the same thing. But all my kids are pushing 30. I'm going to give them each a million dollars just so they, you know, yeah. go out and get a place. <laughs> <laughs> Move out. You know I mean? Go out and buy, their, buy a house if they want a house. Here's some money. Get I'm out of here. I'm giving each a million dollars, okay? <laughs> go buy your own milk. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you know. I'm hear about that when I get and, home. And there, well, there, there are ways of doing this <laughs> that, no, w- that, w- that make sense. You can set up a trust, right? Right. And, and have a trustee and in, in, in a case like my, I, I, you know, I'm shocked she's only worth $20 million. I would have thought that would be m- oh. much higher than that because she probably made that off of Nutrisystem. So I was kind of shocked <laughs> yeah. at, at how low the number is. But, um, <clears throat> I, you know, you can set up a trust, and, and the trustee can right. dole it out. I, I have a friend that whose family is very well known in this state, and they, you know, the, 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 the folks passed away. And every quarter he gets money, right? Right, and it's a lot of money, but he gets it every quarter, right? And that way it's managed that way, and they're just not flush with cash where they get stupid, right? Stupid and I, money. you know, and I understand all that. I, I would do it just because it's like, hey, take this and live your dream. You know, you don't have to, yeah. you don't have to worry about, you know, all the obstacles in your path, but use it for some purpose. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To not give them anything, I don't know. It seems a little. And did she mean zero? She's not giving them anything at all. She she says she does help them here and there, right? But she's not leaving them, you know, her money. Just zero. She's going to give it away to charity. Daniel Craig says the same thing. He's going to give it away to charity. Right, right, right. So you know, yeah. I understand the point, yeah. and sure, certainly the you know our kids are much too coddled these days. Right. But I give them each a million bucks. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, and a million bucks don't go far these days. I I just uh, I, I just. I it would be my dream to be able to do that for my kids. If if I had a you know truckload of money, I would right. I would take care of charities. I have you know ch- right. a church that I uh, give to right now and other charities. But I would I'd, I'd have to give it to my kids, my grandkids, man. I, just to make sure that they wouldn't have a struggle. You know, that they, well that's every, what I'm saying. Everything's like, okay. All right, you want to be an actor, go be an actor. Yeah. You want to be a, a teacher, go be a teacher. You want to yeah. do this, go do that. You know, right. here's the means to do it. Right. You know, but uh, in this economy, we're always uh, kind of hitting on them anyway. So, yeah. 
What? You're hitting on the kids? Yeah, yeah you got 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying that I I would do it just because, you know, had I when I was that age, if yeah. somebody said, here's a million bucks, yeah. I'd like to think that I would have used it towards, you know, whatever, achieving whatever thing you know, I wanted to it's achieve. It's always been my dream. From, from You know, I was such an Elvis nut when I was a little kid, and I watched him. It was always my dream to be able to take care of people like he did. Oh, well, right, you know, right. I always wanted to stroll into a Cadillac dealership and go, like he, he used to do this to oh, really yeah, poor yeah. people. There, there was a, his favorite Cadillac dealership in Memphis. Really poor people would be gazing through the windows, knowing they could never buy one of those cars, but the, right. the new model would come out. Oh, my God. I got And he would just walk up and go, pick it out. Wow, that's cool. Just pick it out. I think that's cool. And and I, 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 people who have the means that that do stuff like that, I, I have a lot of admiration. I always for. wanted to do that. I always wanted to. You, just can't, go, you yeah. can do it. Right? So why not? You know what I mean. He used to give the people that were around him his friends. He used to give them cars. Right. And, you know all kinds of stuff, and I just always wanted to be able to do something like that. You know. But well, then I, I chose radio. When I'm a, well, see that there was our <laughs> first mistake is that we chose radio. <laughs> I've been broke it's, for 34 it's, years. It's been very good to us. It's been very, very good oh, to us. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just saying, if I suddenly were like a big, rich movie star, I'd give me each a house and a, and a million bucks. Here you go. Here's a house for you. Here, you, know, you get a house, too. I, I think you want about a house? That, well, I think about that with these with these sports stars, because right. many of them come from impoverished homes. Oh, yeah. If not, if not the vast majority of them. And then they get rich, and they get all these hangers-on. Ask MC Hammer how well that works. Oh. That destroyed his life. Uh, yes. The, the hangers-on destroyed him. But uh, these sports stars, they will. They'll go back to Mama, who's been living in a shack in New right. Orleans, and buy her this palatial estate. I always wanted to do that. I, I think that's cool. Yeah, like Mama, here's a multi-million-dollar mansion. Enjoy your life. Maybe Mama. one of us will find out what that feels like someday before it's all over. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for that poetry train to ride on in and change my life, man. That's my yeah. plan B. <laughs> poetry books. Gonna be it. <laughs> that, that's it right there, huh? That's right. Anyway. Well, anyway, so that, that Marie Osmond did that, and we'll talk later about Kim Kardashian and her her and new, the bra, which is she's designed to help fight climate change. By the way, with her bra, with with this line of brassieres she's selling, Are they made out of paper. No, <laughs> not quite. They have an extra added feature. You know, when people get cold. Oh, climate control feature. Well, no, oh. not exactly. Okay. It just makes you appear as if you are cold all the time, whether you're cold or you're not cold. Do well, you know what I'm saying? You, why would you build that into a bra? Because the seas are rising. No, the, 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 it's getting so warm out there that some these bras oh, make Lord. you look like you're cold no matter what the polar bears are doing. Are you serious? I'm absolutely serious. She's, it's a new, and she's going to donate like 1%. <laughs> Oh God! To fighting climate change. Most of the women that I know want to hide that, and then Kim. Kim's, Kim's bra is I want to show that feature. It, they've got little things added to it that to make fake you nipples. Fake nipples, Trey. There you said it. Fake nipples. <sighs> Good lord! It's called the ultimate nipple bra. <laughs> we, we, we are we are doomed. We really are. We doomed. are. This is the end of society as we know it. Everything in the Middle East is the same. There's a war going on, and the UN is mad at Israel for blowing stuff up. Well, you know what? If you didn't want to blow stuff up, you shouldn't have started a war, Hamas. You started a war, and uh, Israel's going to finish it. Um, I want to talk about the Holiday Inn thing for just a minute. Yeah. When they announced it a couple of weeks ago, I went off on the air. Uh, this is a local Holiday Inn, right? Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. A, a few years ago, uh, our commie mayor, Ron Nirenberg, decided he was going to rent a Days Inn downtown and put a bunch of druggies in there, mm. and prostitutes, you know, people of the lowest echelon. 
and uh, put them in down there, and uh, taxpayers could pay for it. And I said, what the hell? Uh, you know, we, we have a thing called Haven for Hope, and that costs the taxpayers of San Antonio millions of dollars to right. build, millions of dollars to maintain every year. Right. But here's the thing. You can't, you can't shoot up. You can't bring a trick in there. <laughs> you have to be clean. You have to take a shower. Right. You actually have to take a shower. And uh, Ron, it, it, he doesn't believe that we should ex- expect something out of somebody that we're going to house. Makes him feel bad. It does. So he went out and got this days in <clears throat> in 45 rooms. <laughs> My goodness. 45 is not enough, you know, because, well, when you advertise, you're a druggie, you're an alcoholic, you're a, a prostitute, hooker, and you can keep doing all of those things. <laughs> And you can come stay here for free. The taxpayer is going to pick up the tab. Right. We're going to give you a roof. We're going to give you a cot. We're going to give you three hots and a cot. And all you got to do is just come. That's it. Well, obviously more are going to come. So we're we're now taking over a Holiday Inn downtown for 200 rooms instead of 45. And it's just going to – obviously you get more of what you reward. So it's just going to continue to grow from here. But one of the things that's the most disgusting thing out of this, and I guarantee you Ron doesn't care. Ron, you don't care and you know it. The people at Holiday Inn are getting fired because they don't need the employees that they've got there, you know, for these people. They're not going to need the employees. So, hey, they're just firing. Don's been reporting it on his news. They're just firing some of the employees <sighs> over at the Holiday Inn, costing them their job because the city of San Antonio is coming in to give free, you know, free place to stay. Well, and what happens to these? Because uh, you're right. The people get caught. You know, the staff gets caught. And then it, it, chances are if you're working at a Holiday Inn, not being a jerk, you probably re- need the job. Absolutely. Um, and what happens to these establishments after these folks have been in residence for a short, relatively short They're period destroyed. of time? It's destroyed. Because if we're talking directly to, to Ron, Mayor Ron, where has this worked? It hasn't. Where can you show me where this has been a successful program? Because what I see are is a hotel is a business. Yep. It's a business, man. Yep. And these places are absolutely destroyed. Oddly, if you put a bunch of drug addicts and crazy people uh, in a hotel or a motel and let them take it over, they just do more. You're right. They just do more of what the addicts and crazy people do. And apparently they abjectly destroy these places. Mm-hmm. So even if they were to move them, all, move them all out tomorrow, the place is destroyed. You can't just open it up for business again. Oh, God, no. It's disgusting, man. And it's, but you know how Ron's mind works. We both know this at, at this point. He's like a lot of swamp critters. It's all about him. This is a resume thing. Look at what I did in San Antonio. I gave the homeless a hotel that those e- evil, greedy Republicans wanted to keep from them. Yeah, you know, and it's not so much, you know, going after him anymore because he is what he is, right? Yeah, he, he's he the is face he of a larger yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, it, it's the people of this town, the people oh. of San Antonio, who continue to vote people like him in and yeah. then continue to support people like him, right? Yeah. I'm, you know, I wish I could say, but I can't in all honesty, I'm shocked that people have not shown up at City Hall and said, what is wrong with you? Knock this off right now. Because the people of this town, as I said, have already paid millions of dollars to build right. Haven for Hope. They pay millions of dollars every year to maintain it, to put food in there for these guys, and, you know, hot shower and towels and everything else that they have to have at Haven for Hope. But that's not good enough because there's a requirement of the people who go there. So people won't go 
because they can't bring their trick with them. The hookers and well, they can't oh, yeah. engage in their behavior. Yeah, that's right. Put them on the streets. But in Ron's hotel, you can. Yeah, right? absolutely. And wherever this is, you're absolutely right. Wherever this has been done, whether it's San Francisco or Austin, Texas, New York these City. people yeah. destroy these hotels. They absolutely destroy them. Go to Austin and ask the people up there where this has been tried, and it destroys them. But you know, I, I expect it out of Ron. Okay, I expect right. this out of him. I'm just shocked that the people of San Antonio are letting him get away with this crap. Well, politically, unfortunately, and you and I see this cycle after cycle after cycle, people will get around an individual issue, frankly, if you and I scream our brains out enough about it. But as far as just in general being politically active and just kind of laissez-faire attitude towards the whole thing, which is why you get the same leadership over and over again, uh, voter turnout is abysmal, uh, it, you know, it's 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 par for the course in a town like this. And unfortunately, the leadership downtown are taking this town right down the toilet, like the liberal policies are taking every other city across the country down the toilet in short order. I mean, I tell you all the time, we got a resource center they're talking about, a Salvation Army resource center they're going to put up there off a of Tezel on the other side, other side of 1604, specifically for people with addictions. Yeah. Now, what do you think is going to happen to that neighborhood? Everything. Everything is going it's to gonna happen. It's going to go to hell. Yeah, everything is going to happen. You know, so uh, if you're not seeing the <clears throat> negative policy, the negative impact of the policies of downtown leadership in your corner of San Antonio, you ain't paying attention. You know what I'm thinking? I, I really, I, I, I've come to this conclusion after watching this go on for so long now, particularly during Nirenberg's administration. Conservatives in this town just checked out. They, either yeah. they left, right, and many of them have moved outside of 1604, or they just checked out and said, it's not worth it. I'm, I think a, I'm not dealing with it. I think a lot of them have just moved out, they frankly. Have. Yeah, they you know. They really uh, have. Yeah. But and, and abdicated San Antonio to the far-left liberal socialists. And, uh, but eventually what happens is like what they're doing in D.C. right now in San Francisco and Chicago and several other places. You go into a store, and the store, instead of having toilet paper and toothpaste and deodorant on the shelves, there's a picture of toilet paper. <laughs> there's a picture of toothpaste. Right. And you have to find a, quote, associate to go in the back and get your tube of toothpaste for you. That's coming toothpaste. here. Toothpaste. Oh, absolutely. That's coming is. here. Oh, absolutely. Look, you drive, we say it all the time, you drive around, what do you see? Again, I don't care where you are in town, what do you see? More garbage and more people. More people and more garbage. And there's a lot of crazy people walking around. I mean, uh, I've been talking to you about how at the end of my street, we got a Circle K and a, and a 7-Eleven, and now you see at least one person gibbering or acting weird uh, every other day. We got people living under the overpass there. It's every corner of the town. So there's going to come a point where you're not going to be able to separate yourself from this stuff behind a gate and think that it's not going to affect you. And so, yeah, you hand over a, a Holiday Inn to, uh, you know, a bunch of homeless people. And we're not cracking on homeless people in general. There's, you know, people that are there because of bad circumstances. But come on, there's a lot of people who are there because they're either illegals or they, they're psychologically got some issues, some mental health issues. They've got addiction problems. That's my problem with and, this. And, and that's, it, it's, it's taken over the city. They have a network. Homeless people oh, have, absolutely have a network. Absolutely. Yeah. So the word gets out. You can go to San Antonio. You can stay at the Holiday sure. Inn. The taxpayers are paying for it. You don't have to pay squat. And you don't have to change your life. You see, the people that you said we're not cracking on, which is the homeless, who are there because they've fallen on hard times. Right. You know what? They'll go to Haven for Hope, or I would sure. hope that they would. And they don't care that they got to take a shower, sure, right. because I'm just on hard times, right? I'll take a shower, and I'll give up my booze, and I'll give up the needle. Right. I won't be poking that in my arm, and I won't be any tricks in here, and th those kind of things, because I've just fallen on hard times. I just need a warm place to stay. 
the people that he is renting this Holiday Inn for are the lowest of the lowlifes. They, they are the ones who will not give up the drugs or they're prostitutes because they can just bring their trick in there, bring their well, John you know, in there. Again, there's no, there's no expectations of behavior no. that prevents you from getting that room. And, right. uh, a lot of times you see us out in San Francisco, they're getting free food on top of it. They're getting free room yeah. service. And you just look at, do a Google search on any given hotel in America that has been given over to folks like this, and you can see with your own eyes what takes place. It's garbage, it's filth, it's drugs, it's violence, it's crime. And why would we expect that magically it's going to be different in it's San not, Antonio? It's not going to be any different at all. In fact, these guys like, like Nirenberg, they're destroyers. And when they, go through a, when they go through a city, they leave behind a wake of destruction. Absolutely. That lasts for many, many years, if not forever. That's why when he got into power... And he became he he got very lustful for the idea of San Francisco, and I started to call it San Frantonio right. for that very reason. And look at us, look, it, it, it's undeniable. From the time he became mayor, and this was started before he became mayor, the previous administrations were were kind of doing this as well. But from the time he became mayor till now, look at the destruction of this city, man. Look how dark, and look how all the people are here. Look at the trash in the streets. All the stuff that we're talking about, the violent crime. Oh yeah. Is off the charts in this city. I mean, when I moved here, you'd always hear from folks that oh, I don't go downtown. I'm telling you now, it's everybody you hear that from. No, I'm not going downtown. I'm uh, not going downtown. I don't. I don't. We never go downtown unless no we absolutely have to. We don't go downtown. And I used to love going downtown. No way. It's it's, it's, just, it's horrible to watch this happen in such a short period of time. Didn't take relatively. Long. I mean, I know you, the political train has been kind of chugging along for sure. a few generations. Sure. But where we are right now, and this sharp turn downward, you can directly point your fingers uh, at city leadership when they came into power. That's right. You know, just to make things worse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In case you guys weren't thoroughly depressed, uh, have you seen these numbers? We've had 100 Syrians, 50 Iranians cross uh, Eagle Pass, so over into Eagle Pass uh, in October. They're called special interest migrants. These are people who come from terrorist-sponsoring states mm-hmm. whose own personal movements and activities also are indicative of some kind of terrorist connection. Uh, this is the number that really got me. 83,000 have crossed over uh, over the past two years. These are the ones we've encountered, right? which doesn't include the ones we haven't encountered. That's right. They're largely young, single men. From Iran, from Syria, from Lebanon, from all these other countries. And they're just strolling in. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing a damn thing about it. No, they're not. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it, for sure. Uh, and, and that doesn't mean they're all terrorists or anything like no. that. But for sure, terrorists have gotten in this country. Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of them, like you were saying, that are that are those who are the gotaways. What, what the cartels do when they take a bunch to the border is they flood a zone so all of our people are busy over there, and two miles down the road, yeah. they got it wide open and letting more in, and that's where they let the, ba- the baddest of the bad through. There's a story today about the Venezuelans who are in Dallas and Chicago and I think L.A., and they're just shooting at people's homes. God. They're destroying property, all these kind of things that are going on. And I, I'm fully convinced, and I, like you said, I don't mean to bum anybody out for a Monday, but I'm fully convinced that um, something's going to happen in this country. Something. Well, yeah. What if all these happen. people go active? You know, right. and there's a mission afoot, like you saw in Gaza, you know, or in Israel. You right. know, I mean, why not? 
We're also uh, apparently a lot of Chinese nationals are strolling across the border, and uh, you know we're, we're uh, they're probably one of our biggest threats uh, on planet Earth. So, does is there the kind of the feeling like uh, uh, something's going to happen? Sure. Yeah, I feel it. I, I think a lot of people do. Again, you can't just have an open border for what almost three years, uh-huh. over three years, and not expect a whole lot of bad guys to stroll into this country. They're here. They are here, and again, it doesn't. What does it take to have these folks go active? Hey, uh, start just randomly attacking people, mm-hmm. randomly shooting. Just you know, I, when this Robert Carr thing happened at first, and I heard multiple locations. At first, I thought that's what that was, right? Uh, because you could just light them up in uh, in a few minutes. Yeah, so we'll terrible. See. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Sean Ryman show coming up next. I'll see you at five tomorrow. I love you, San Antonio. Bye.